Didn't you have your sister set it up when we did it? No, I set it up like four oh, months ahead. Yeah, 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 yeah. So That's that right. I would forget it by the time we actually played. And then I forgot it so much that I wasn't even sure if I set it up or not. That's funny. Well, if I lift this, I'll know the layout of the maze. And if I try to see if there's pieces under there, then I'll at least know something. Right, right. So <laughs> instead, I went for, I'll just assume I made it and hope that's the case. I'll assume I did this and it's all good. Welcome to Cardboard, the board game podcast. I'm Steve Davis. And I'm Devon Body. All right. What are we doing this week? This week, we are looking at a flat surface. Doesn't I look bet... like there's anything interesting going on. No, it doesn't. But I bet if we maybe took a look beneath the surface, that would be a key to all the mysteries that lie within. Within the magic labyrinth. Bum, bum, bum. So, this is a board game. It's been a little while since we've done one of those. It has been. A, we've been talking about a lot of card games, but I think our collection has just become a lot of card games. Yeah. They're very space appropriate. Yes. Space appropriate, price appropriate. They're just yeah. quite appropriate. But yeah. we're going back to a board game, albeit a less traditional style board game. What's in the box? What is in the box? What's in the box? All right. Well, if I'm the one doing it now, we have a board, the flat surface. That is the board. Classic. Now, this is a raised board. Underneath that is a series of slots with spaces for wood panels, and we'll get into that. There are two, one die. There are four player pieces, blue, green, red, and yellow. And then there are a handful, maybe 20. I don't have the exact numbers like Devon does, but a bunch of numbers of little pieces with symbols on them, various symbols like a feather, a candle, a crown, a mushroom that correspond to spaces on the game board. I guess we can get into what's underneath that board. Yeah, so this is where things get interesting. Yes. Now, we need a labyrinth for this magic labyrinth game. But if everyone can see it, they can, of course, figure it out quite quickly. Yeah, the whole point of uh, being in a labyrinth is not knowing where to go to get out. Exactly. So So what this game does is they put the walls under the board. I also forgot to mention one of the things that's included in in the box. Four metal ball bearings. Which attach to the magnet under your piece through the board. I misled you. I didn't tell you about the magnet or the ball bearing. So no. you couldn't have known. <laughs> I sent you on a mind magical labyrinth <laughs> itself. <laughs> yeah, so how this game works is each player starts in one of the four corners. They put the ball bearing on the bottom of the board and they put their piece on the top of the board and then you roll a die. That die says how many spaces you can move and your goal is one of the tokens from the bag. And the secret to this ball bearing being underneath is that the board is elevated. There's a box underneath. And in this box, there are those slots for some wood panels. That is how you build the labyrinth. Each of those wood panels acts as the wall for this magical labyrinth. As Devon said, the ball bearing connects to the game piece on top. And as you move through the magical labyrinth that's printed on the top of the board, 
the ball will either continue rolling along with your piece, or if it hits a wall, it falls down. Sends you right back to the start. And right back to the start. It's kind of a game of memory to memorize where those walls are. Yeah, but the goal also always changes, as once someone right. gets to whatever rune is active, they get a point, and a new rune is put into play. Did you, yeah, you mentioned what the, all those little runes are for? Yeah, so yeah. the rune is the goal point that all the players are trying to reach. Yeah, the little bag of runes, the little pieces, all, each one corresponds to one that's on the, on the board, in the labyrinth, and you have to reach that, that rune. And then keep moving on. Which seems like it would be easy, but it's easy to forget where exactly the walls are, especially if someone was a little bit gung-ho on the building of said maze. Yeah, it is, uh, it's tough to keep track of everything. You, can remember, you start remembering two or three, and then as you continue on, you're not even just watching your own movements. You're watching everyone else's movements, trying to remember where they're hitting the walls. So it actually gets fairly difficult to remember where everything is, yep. all the pathways. Yeah. Yeah, there are a few rules for building the maze. Like, every space does have to have at least one way to enter it. Yes. And, like, quality of life rules to just make sure that everything is accessible and it's actually playable in the game. But otherwise, you can make some pretty complicated mazes. One of the points you mentioned when we first got this game is the tough part about it is someone actually has to make that maze, put those wood panels in the slot, which even trying not to remember that, I'm sure it'd be easy to remember at least some parts of the pattern yeah, and give yourself an unfair advantage. So, so you definitely want, preferably, someone else to make the maze who isn't playing yes. in that round. Yeah, or do what you did. Which is build the maze, wait about four months, <laughs> and then play it. I guess the biggest downside for this game for me is the, the replay value. I mean, there is a ton of replay value, but not immediate replay value. When we play board games, we will tend to sit down and play a lot. We will take typically a whole day aside to play. And, and if we're getting a whole game out and setting it up, we want to make it a bit more worthwhile. We don't want to play it just once, maybe two or even three times. Yeah, just to get, you know, uh, your money's worth, your bang for your buck. And the, I guess the one downside I have for this game is uh, unless you have someone there or a, a large enough group where you can rotate players out and have someone free uh, just change up the maze it gets a little bit more difficult to to have immediate replays yeah if it's going to be fair or yeah you could exactly. play with one person knowing exactly how the maze works yeah yeah <laughs> or you could do or you can make it completely unfair <laughs> or maybe there's a way to build in some sort of handicap like uh, that, that player person. has to play blindfolded <laughs> <laughs> that player, they know the bottom, but they can't see the top. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you are board game players out there, we know you're creative enough to come up with a way around this. We haven't explored yeah. that, but... Um, the person who builds the maze has to get really drunk first. This, yeah, there you go. And there then go. they can play. <laughs> and then they can play because they already have no chance of winning. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, but that would lend itself to larger groups. You're having, you're having people over... A lot of people coming over. It is maximum four-player game. If you've got other people there that can reset the board and take turns sitting out and watching. And laugh at everyone failing. And laugh at everyone because failing. Because they know the answer. Yeah. You're stupid. How did you not turn left there? Uh, or if or, or if it's easier for you to forget. Like, for me, I know that because I'm trying not to remember it, parts of the pattern would stick out. Uh, obviously, I'm not going to remember a whole maze pattern, but uh, I, part of it definitely would stick out to me. And so... 
Uh, I couldn't do it, but um, maybe I'm, maybe there are people out there who would be able to kind of uh, uh, quickly put one together and not really retain that knowledge. Yeah. No favorite cards in this one. Really just symbols on the board. Yeah, I guess my favorite rune might be the feather, just because it looks cool. But uh, really, that has nothing to nothing to do with anything. Yeah. Uh, it's just a rune. Strategy for this one. What is a strategy for it's... this one? There Try are... to re remember at least the main corridors of the maze, if you can. I think remembering, like, you, everyone starts in their own corner. Yeah. Remember how to get out of your corner. Yeah, this is a six-by-six six board. So maybe remembering the first, like, two-by-two two, uh, or three-by-three three area. Um, getting that down can definitely set you up to have a good start every time you drop the ball, yeah. <laughs> literally and figuratively get a good start to heading towards the next room. Yeah, because you can only move as far as you roll on the die in this game. Each turn, right? Yeah. It's a different each turn. So yeah. you do kind of have to remember the route there and the route back because mm -hmm. the rune might change locations and actually be right near your starting area, which in some cases it might be a good idea to just walk into a wall and get right back to the start and go for it next turn. I, I mean, yeah, I, I did do that a couple times. Um, if you're across the map, you don't remember <laughs> how you got there. It might be worthwhile to intentionally walk into a, a wall to get back to the start and get closer to a room. Yes, definitely. I guess another good part of this is we like the strategy, that kind of deep thinking stuff. With this one, there's not much to it. It's almost like a bit of a break. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like a relaxing... A uh, lighthearted, fun maze game that... I mean, when you're on that last one that you need, but you can't remember if there was two spaces or three spaces yeah, before yeah. the turn, that does get a little stressful. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was literally just going to say, there are some high-stress moments for sure. For sure. But uh, at least it doesn't take a whole lot of overthinking. Yeah. Just just a bit of memory. For, you needed uh, to move five spaces, yeah. but you only rolled a four. Yeah. And then someone else rolled six on their turn. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah exactly, those exactly. Yeah, get those bad <laughs> rolls. And then you, all you need is a three and you roll a one and then you lose or, yeah. or whatever the case may be. Yeah. But There's... then your opponent forgot the way there and they go into a wall and you get it yeah. anyways. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> There's so much... So much fun. I, you know there's going to be a lot of those moments like that where you're, you're expecting to lose something and you win or you're expecting to win something and you lose. If you can, if you can keep that healthy competitive nature, but if you can let go of the, 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 the bitter disappointment of losing, it, uh, I think it makes it a lot, a lot more fun. A, a lot of laughs for this one. Yeah. Yeah. And then so, those couple of times, if the ball bearing does get stuck, just make sure you give the map a little shake. <laughs> Yes, the ball bearing is kind of like one of those paid pool tables. Yeah. Where when the ball falls down, it goes to a central location yeah. to pick it up. The but ball because the there's same. the little pegs for the walls in there, it Some... might actually land in the little slot yes. for the walls. Sometimes so you, you it... do need to give it a little yeah. shake sometimes. Yeah, sometimes you have to do that. Overall, so I guess, I mean, we, we've nearly reached the <laughs> everything that we have to talk about with this game. Yeah. But... I guess it's a nice, simple board game. It is a nice, simple, straightforward game. It does skew a, a little bit younger. I think it, they do intend like parents to set up the maze for their kids while they play. Yeah, exactly. This is it, you're probably right. It is probably uh, geared towards a lot of kids. But uh, in looking this up online, all the photos I found, it is a lot of adults playing it, and yeah. um, I think that's just the beauty of board games these days. Anyone, anyone can play it. Doesn't matter who or how old. It's it's a lot of fun.
So uh, I guess what's your overall feelings on this game? Well, with this one, the setup is a little bit tricky if you are in a smaller group. But if you can get someone who's willing to make a maze for you and not show you the results immediately after, it is a really fun experience that you can have with friends just figure out a maze and racing each other through that maze. Yeah, I, I agree. It's uh, it's more on the fun, less strategic side of the the types of board games we, we typically enjoy. But I think that's part of the appeal of it. A little less strategy, a little bit more randomness, memory play. Overall, a lot of fun. I'd give this... I mean, I'm just going to go straight forward. I'd say a, th- uh, a th- you know, three out of five. I'm going to say a maze that you can solve by just keeping your hand on the right wall. That's fair. <laughs> That's fair. I mean, I there there is a way. I mean, you got to be tight with it. There's an easy way to cheat in this, sometimes not even intentionally. Yeah, although that is against the rules. It is you against the rules. You have to move it swiftly to the next space. Yes, yeah, swiftly to the next space. <laughs> if you do move it slowly or you start to brush up against the walls a little bit as you're moving you could potentially feel yeah the maze and that is i think that's against the spirit of the game not to mention just straight up cheating uh it's just kind of against the spirit of the game so i'll put it out there that it's possible i think you'd have to be pretty slick because i mean everyone's staring at the board yeah so they want to watch and see if you fail or not absolutely absolutely they might also depending on how competitive everyone is they also might be watching for you to cheat. Yeah. Just be careful on that. <laughs> I think it's far more fun if you actually just stick to the spirit of the game, move the pieces uh, swiftly, and uh, uh, try not to uh, feel around for, for the actual maze. This has the potential to be our shortest episode ever. Does it? I mean, <laughs> yes, because we're sitting at 16 minutes of recording time. Well, that's fine. Yeah. Sometimes you need a light and a chilling podcast. Yeah, you know what? To- this episode is a metaphor for the actual game. Just a yeah. nice, light, chillax <laughs> uh, uh, version. Yeah. yeah. You have a good time. You enjoyed yourself. And you move on. Yeah. You put it away unless someone else can make you another maze for it. Exactly. And you come back. So unless someone else makes a podcast for us, I think we're going to move on. This has been Magic Labyrinth. Uh, on Cardboard, the board game podcast. Please check us out on our various social media. On Twitter, we are at Cardboard Podcast. We couldn't fit the T. And on Instagram, we are at Cardboard Podcast with the T. Please check us out. Give us a follow. Give us a like. Please subscribe to us on uh, whatever podcast channel you are using. Uh, like, subscribe. Give us a rating. Review it. And uh, tell your friends about it. If you yeah. enjoy us. We'd really um, appreciate that. Yes. I mean, by the time this episode comes out, you will see we are much more consistent with our episodes than we ever have been. For now. For now. For <laughs> now. We'll we, find out in two weeks. We will find out in two up. weeks if we're going to continue <laughs> this. Uh, but thank you to those of you who have uh, stuck with us through uh, through those couple of years where we didn't even post anything. Thank you, and thank you for asking. Partially due to that reason why nothing happened. Nothing happened in 2020. Yeah. Nothing happened. But yes, thank you to everyone who did ask about uh, the show when we were going to come back. So yeah, thank you very much. And that's it. Next week, we are going to be covering a fun game called Carcassonne. How do you say that? I don't know. <laughs> Carcassonne. 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 Car- 
Carcass on. Yeah, that's the one. Carcass on. Carcass right. on. Carcass on. Yeah, that's uh, another fun tile game. We love our damn tile games. Woo tile. Love tiles. All right, everyone. Thank you for listening. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.